pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Earlier in the show, we talked with our radio voice, Dan Belford, and picked his brain about the top teams he's seen this year in Stark County. And uh, at the top of his list, the Louisville Leopards, well, uh, not only did he say that, but he also said they're one of the top teams in the state this year. And there's no doubt about that. At 15-2, and two, their only losses to the Saints, Ignatius and St. Ed's. And they've got a huge game tomorrow night. We'll have it for everybody at whbcsports.com as Louisville host McKinley and the outstanding 17th year head coach for the Leps, what? Tom Siegfried. Yes, You're 17 me. years. No, 17 years he's been there. And he joins us again here on the Kenny and JT show. You don't look a day over 35, coach. Man, I really appreciate that. I just turned 49 the other day and, uh, you know, I'm dreading that, that 50. My son's senior year, I'll turn 50 during season. So I appreciate the compliment there. Coach, when is your birthday? What day officially? Jan- January 19th. January 19th. All right. Very good. Oh boy. Uh, I'm the 28th. Nice. JT's got one coming up in February. So great yeah. great people are born within a month of each other, I hear, on the Internet. Absolutely. Absolutely. Coach, I got a bone to pick with you. Uh-oh, here we go. I was in Louisville Uh-oh. Sunday. Where were you? <laughs> What's that? I was in Louisville Sunday. Where were you? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. There. That whole city I was, was there. Okay. I was not. Yeah, I'm sure they were. That's why I was not there. Okay. <laughs> I'm not for sure. Yeah. Kenny, yeah, I, I, get, I get enough text. Um, I get enough text with enough explanation points and uh, blue hearts and all that to, uh, to fulfill my needs of going over there. Listen, pal, I got news for you. You guys win a state title. They'll have a party like you ain't never seen because if they do that for a football game, I mean, the whole city was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's he's something else, man. Number one fan in town and uh, so supportive. Ben does an awesome job. He went to Florida with us this year. And it was a blast. I mean, winning three games and winning the championship in Florida was only second to hanging out with Ben Stover. <laughs> oh, I saw that garage of his. JT Unreal. sent me a video, Coach. I was like, you're kidding me. That's just a garage. It's two levels, man. That's hey, unreal. Hey, my, my brother actually is the one that remodeled his basement about 15, 20 years ago and did it all in Detroit, uh, blue and black and all that kind of stuff. So he's actually the one that, that did that way back before we knew what was coming. Unreal. That's yep, crazy, yep. Coach. You know what else is unreal? A 15-2 start in 17 mm-hmm. games, Coach. Number one team in the area, one of the top ten teams uh, in the state of Ohio. Just as you've looked back so far uh, through 17 games, uh, what has been the key to you guys only losing two and two of the best teams in the state and hanging with those guys as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it just really comes down to how connected we are. And I think uh, anybody that has the successful year um you know obviously you have good skill and you know you have size and you have guys that can shoot it and play d and all that kind of stuff but to really get to that level what i've noticed over our last 10 11 years with all the success that we've had is that you just have connected teams and those teams that are really connected care about each other communicate well do things together that you don't even plan as a coach 
that gets you through some of those, you know, off nights, um, some of those nights that maybe you drop a game if you're not so connected. So it's just a great group of kids, um, you know, guys that have been together for a long time. A lot of them have been with me for a long time, and, you know, it makes it even special with having my son part of it. And a lot of these kids I've known since they were eight, nine years old. So I think just the connected approach has really allowed our program to uh, to make that next step to one of the elite programs in the county and, like you said, this year probably the state. Coach, how well do your team how, – how well do the kids on your team know their opponents when they take on the likes of McKinley and other teams that are local? Because when I was a kid growing up at Stark County, we knew no one. But there was no yeah. AAU or any of that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest with you. A lot of times when we're doing scouting reports and things of that sort, of course we watch film, we go out, you know, we watch and do our things that coaches do. But uh, one, of the, one of the ways I've gotten a lot smarter over the last four or five years is I just ask the kids, you know, if we're – if we're kind of in between on guys or whatever, uh, we'll say to them, hey, you guys know this guy? And, you know, nine times out of ten, they do. Um, they're just wow. so connected with social media, AAU. Like mm-hmm. you said, they just, they all know each other. They know what each other can do. And a lot of times they might know more than we do just from watching some film. So, yeah, you're, you're spot on on that. The kids definitely have a good grasp on what's going on with the teams that you play. I'm looking on Twitter right now, and you sent out that you'll be on the Kenny and JT show today at 6 o'clock. I'm looking at the photos. Is that you wearing the Chewbacca outfit in one of the photos, Coach? <laughs> no, I'm sure the kids would have loved to put me in that. I was I was too busy at, busy at Disney just trying to make sure everybody was corralled. I, I, didn't, uh, I didn't have the luxury of, of hanging out uh, with some of the characters, but that, that picture was sent to me. Um, they had a great time while we were down there, and they took some awesome pictures. And then we found out who likes to go on rides and who doesn't, and all that kind of stuff. So it's just it's just great bonding, you know. And really, at the end of the day, when you know times get tough, you get in tough situations. You have those those brothers behind you, and I think that's what that trip did more than anything. Hey, I want to give a shout out too because I know she's involved with that. Uh, whenever you go on trips, uh, and whether the cheerleaders or the football team, whoever it is, goes on trips, Terry Horn does a phenomenal job uh, as the athletic director uh, and rolled out the red carpet for when we did the football game this past year and everything. You, you guys are very lucky to have her. Yeah, we uh, we work hand in hand. I'm the assistant athletic director over here, and um, you know we we do a lot of stuff together and. You know, I come up with these crazy ideas of things I want to do and the way I want to progress the program. And, you know, she's right there, and she kind of is the person that helps organize a lot of that. Um, you know, next year we're looking at going to fly into the hoop, bringing in some people like Huntington Prep. We're going to play Cincinnati Moeller next year uh, wow. down in Mason. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep up in it and see how far we can go. And one of the things that I'm kind of most proud about is that, you know, Louisville basketball, you look at our number that they determine the uh, – divisions and you know we're at 347 the next closest to us is i think around 500 most of them are over a thousand so you're looking at schools that are three times as big as us but we're able to compete with them night in night out and i guess that's what i'm most uh most proud of a small town that's able to compete at the division one level and our kids uh they want it all they they i have a hard time that really getting them ready to play when we're not playing at st Ned's or st Ignatius. that's that's kind of where their mind is right now coach in the month of january you guys go six and one you're averaging over 70 points a game. I want to ask you about the game you lost. Because when you guys are high-flying the way you have been, and that offense is scoring between 75 and 80 points a night, what did you not like against St. Edwards? What kind of a matchup was it? What happened? Yeah, so I, both teams uh, going into that game uh, were, were very much out-in-transition type teams. And 
Uh, we knew it was going to be a little different because both teams were so zoned in on what the other team did. And uh, they were a very good defensive team. Um, yeah, we could have played a hair better offensively. We had a lot of guys in foul trouble the first half. All five starters actually had two fouls in the first half. Um, we had a big lead in the first quarter, and then we were basically tied at half. And then, you know, basically the second half, they hit some shots we didn't. But it was a different type of game. And, you know, we, we always talk about, yeah, we're going to – we like to get up and down. We like to score during the season. But we all know that when you get to the playoffs, it comes down to defense. It comes down to a little bit, you know, maybe a little more grinded out games. And I really felt the St. Ed's game was like that. And we have a lot of games coming up that are going to be just like that as well with, you know, McKinley and – Lutheran East and North Kent Hoover. We just have a lot of good games to get us ready for the tournament draw and, and for, into uh, March. Coach, what do you hope your players learned in your two losses? Like I said, Iggy's and Ed's, the two Saints, and they're two of the top ten teams you know, in the entire state. So what do you hope your kids learned from those two games that can be beneficial for you when it's tournament time? Yeah, um, without question, it's a, it's, a, it's a great question, and it's, it's atmosphere. Um, you can't you can't reciprocate those types or, or rep, represent those types of atmospheres uh, in most games. So I think when you get into a district final type atmosphere, when we made our run a couple years ago to the regional final, um, you know that was the thing I was most worried about. Just being in that type of arena or that type of, of fanfare um, that the, that the moment wasn't too big. So we had a great crowd, Ignatius, an unbelievable crowd. We traveled really well up to St. Ed's. And then, you know, just the physicality, the size, the length, um, it's really hard to show that with just, you know, I call them normal teams. Because those guys, you know, they're all 6'3 to 6'5. They're long. They're quick. Um, you know, they come from all over, to be very honest. And that's what we want, you know. And, and we try to represent that and, you know, practice as good as we can. But you can only do so much um, with guys in your program. So all these types of things, when we play Lutheran East and we – you know, face the McCulloch kid that's going to Michigan State, six nine post player. Um, those Ooh. are all things to get us ready for the uh, for the tournament, and and hopefully let us have a nice run. Tom Siegfried is our guest, and his team has a big game tomorrow night. We'll have it for everybody. WHBCSports.com. Dan Belford, Denny Kincaid will call it as they welcome the Bulldogs to Leopard Nation. Coach, what can you tell us about tomorrow night's opponent? Well, I tell you what, the, the number one compliment if anybody that truly knows me. Uh, that I could give another team is, is they play so hard. Um, you know, that's what our, that's what our programs build on is just playing as hard as you possibly can. And everything I've seen on McKinley and I know Coach Spoon, uh, pretty well. And, uh, I know what, what he brings to the table when he was at Alliance and even before that. Those kids do not give up. They play so hard. And that's a credit, uh, to the leadership and, and, and what he's, uh, what he's pushing over there. And then, you know, obviously they have a lot of great players. Um, it all starts with uh, Reed Sims and, you know, and then you go down to some other guys that have been there for a while. Uh, you have the Moody uh, player, and then you have a couple others that, that came in and a couple guys that have been waiting their turn. So just very athletic, very skilled. They run a lot of good stuff. They don't give up. Uh, it's going to be a heck of a game. Um, I think both teams are going to get better because of it. Obviously, there's going to be one winner or one loser, but – I think at the end of this game, you're going to see both teams come out and be a little better team moving forward through February into March. Coach, when do you like to peak? I mean, have you played your best ball yet? We have not, and I say that um, you know wholeheartedly believing that we have not. We we put some good games together. I thought for early in the year against Ignatius, we played really well for an early December game, uh, especially up there. And you know, we had it down to four or five late in that game, and they're just loaded with talent up there. 
And then I thought we hit a little stretch there at the beginning of January that we were playing some pretty good basketball. Um, but there's just some things here and there that mm-hmm. you can clean up. Um, but at the same time, like you said, I, I, I didn't want to peak early. I mean, that was great. I think we had a, I don't know what it was, 12 or 13 game win streak. And that's, that's all great. And, mm-hmm. it, you know, it makes the kids happy to see stuff put out there about them. But, you know, I want to make sure that when we roll into that, you know, first, second round tournament game that we're playing our best basketball. And, you know, you go out there, you lay it all out there, you're playing the best you can, and whatever happens, happens. You live with it. But um, we, we definitely want to start hitting our stride here in February. We've always been a team that, you know, right around tournament draw time, we want to be playing our best basketball and make people regret if they uh, chose to play us. That's nice. I like the way you said that. Is there a point in time in a basketball season? I'm an old football guy. We used to call it the dog days of practice and this and that. (laughs) Is there something that you need to do to keep things fresh? I mean, when you start off a season the way you guys did and you get to take a bunch of kids and go down to Florida, that's got to be a lot of fun. But, you know, the days are starting to get a little bit longer now. And maybe it's a little bit nicer outside. Kid wants to go out and do some, you know, fun things. Is there something that you do to keep, I don't want to say just like motivationally, is there something you do to just keep things lighthearted right now? 100%. And you must have been in our practice today because we had one of those practices today where I asked a couple, and when they came off, I said, man, what's going on? Aren't you guys excited? They're like, just a little, you know, just a little, little tired, you know, and you got to recognize that. And, you know, as a young coach, um, you know, you just, you try to grind through it and you try to fight it. And, and it's really not something you can fight. At the end of the day, you're dealing with 16, 18 year old kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they're going to have long days of school. You know, I'm sure they're going to have girl problems and, you know, all kinds of different things. And you have to kind of take that stuff and live with it and find ways to, to make it a little interesting. Every Thursday, we go out to dinner uh, together somewhere. Tonight, we're at Scratch Steakhouse in, in nice. Louisville. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Steak. Coach. And we're getting, Coach. Hey, listen, we have steak, baked potatoes, salad, soup. Like, these kids live large over here. I'm telling you. So, uh, so yeah, we do that kind of stuff. We have a Christmas gift exchange. We'll, nice. You know, we'll screw around and do different things, have fun. Like, at practice, we'll play some games at times. Um, you you got to keep it light because, like you said, I mean, some of these kids, they don't stop, you know, mm-hmm. you know, from AAU to the fall to training to basketball. It's a lot. And, you know, they go three, three and a half months, and it's a grind. So we get to this time of the year, we only practice an hour, 15, hour nice. and a half. And for, you know, for old souls of, you know, two and a half hours, three hours, oh, man, there'd be no way. These kids are put too, through too much in this day and age to go through that type of stuff. So we keep it alive. And as long as they show me they're competing on Fridays and Tuesdays and Saturdays, that's all that matters. Coach, you want to keep it light? You take that bus light. trip over to Sean's Circle. Let's go. <laughs> hey, I've been over to Sean's Circle many a time, let me tell you. I've, I've seen the, hey, I've seen the frat house up close. I, I, know, I know what's going on over there. Now you might want to keep them away then, right, Coach? Yeah, keep going to scratch instead. Hey, I, I, yeah. feel like I'm being, I feel like I'm being led down this, this bad road right now, man. I'm getting <laughs> peer pressure. I'm getting peer yeah. pressure. To get in the, uh, the, what is it, the mini-winny? Is that what he Oh, don't do that, man. You'll regret <laughs> it. Trust me. Take it from experience. All right, all right. Hey, Coach, Scratch Steakhouse, when we did yeah. the um, uh, McKinley football game earlier this year and we had our press box food fight challenge, uh, uh-huh. Antonio Hall's mom and some of the other moms at McKinley went and brought us uh, pork chops from Scratch Steakhouse. I couldn't finish it at the game. I had it the next day to watch Ohio State. Uh, that's how big that pork chop was. The best pork chop I've ever had in my life. Listen, 
it's a hidden gem, and, and, and I truly mean that. We've done two meals down here. Um, I'm a big jambalaya down here. They have the best jambalaya. The kids are getting, like I said, steak, baked potato. Uh, he takes care of us. I mean, he, he's a good man, takes care of his community. I know a lot of teams rely on him. He supports. He has children in the district. Um, and anybody that hasn't uh, has never gone there, if you're ever traveling through Louisville or come over for a game, I definitely highly recommend downtown Scratch Steakhouse. No question about it. No question about it. Hey, Coach, we always appreciate the time. Big game tomorrow night. Best of luck against McKinley. Uh, we'll have it for everybody at whbcsports.com. And, hey, make sure you tag JT and I on all your basketball tweets. We'll get it out there and spread the word about Leopard Nation this year, all right? For sure. Always appreciate being on here, and I look forward to you guys covering us tomorrow.